I mean, you're going along and you're reading scripture and then you get to above all else. Right. Paul's. Right. Guard your heart for it's the wellspring of your life. Hmm. You think about that. What is a wellspring? That means what is going to come out of my life comes from the heart. Hi, I'm Carrie Korn, a brand new therapist. And I'm Susan Goss, a seasoned therapist. Susan has been my mentor for years. And we love talking about therapy, faith, and relationships. So join us as we share some tangible truths with you. So welcome back to another episode of Tangible Truth Podcast. I'm Carrie, hanging out with Susan today. And we're super excited, aren't we? How's your cold? Well, you know, it's been... I'm going to call it out. It's been... I've been stuffy. You have I been. sound stuffy, don't I? Well, I I'm can s- tell a little I'm bit. I'm sorry. That's a little okay. bit stuffy, but it's okay. I'm so glad that you're feeling better. I am too. It's been a rough week, but I'm feeling better. And and the good news is I don't have the COVID, so... Yay. <laughs> Even better. So that is always a good thing. Well, we're excited um, about today's episode. This is actually a bit of a follow-up. A couple of weeks ago, we did an episode on self-care. Yes. And it just really got Susan and I to thinking a lot about what self-care actually is and what it isn't. And you had texted me that you wanted to kind of unpack a verse to talk a little bit more about self-care. So I thought we'd start with um, you sharing that verse and why this verse is important to you. Yes. I actually, we didn't say that self-care was part one that Mm -hmm. we did, but it's kind of is. Part one is what we did. This is kind of part two, but through a spiritual lens. Yeah. All based on a scripture in Proverbs, Proverbs 4.23, that says, Above all else, mm. those three words will catch you right, right there. I mean, that's, I mean, even just seeing, hearing that, you're like, okay, this is important. This is important. I need to pay attention. Above all else, guard your heart, hmm. for it is the wellspring of your life. Yeah. Now, I mean, I'm going to say it again because, I mean, you're going along and you're reading scripture, and then you get to above all else, right? Paul's right. Guard your heart, for it's the wellspring of your life. Hmm. You think about that. What is a wellspring? That means what is going to come out of my life comes from the heart. Above all else. Above all else. Guard your heart because the wellspring comes out of Mm. the heart. Before we unpack kind of practically what that looks like, Mm. I wanted to kind of share a little bit of some study that I did on this passage because you guys know I'm an Enneagram 5, so any research makes me happy. I love it. And so... The word heart in this translation is actually the Hebrew word lev, which I'm probably pronouncing wrong, but the definition of it is the inner man, the mind, will, heart, and understanding. Mm. I mean, that pretty much encompasses the core of who we are as a person. Mm. Um, And one of the commentaries I read said that to a Hebrew, the heart is the center of everything, including our understanding and wisdom. So Ooh, let's say that again. Yeah, it's the the core of of who we are. Okay, the and, wellspring of our exactly. Life. And okay. so when you think about that, of course, it would be important to guard our heart. And I was wondering if I could share this quote from Michael Hyatt, mm. who is he writes a lot on leadership, but he said this about guarding our hearts, and I just thought it was really profound. He said, "We don't guard worthless things. I take my garbage to the street every Wednesday night." It is picked up on Thursday morning, and it sits on the sidewalk all night, 
completely unguarded. Why? (laughs) Because it is worthless. (laughs) Not so with your heart. It is the essence of who you are. It is your authentic self, your core of your being. It is where all of your dreams, your desires, and your passions live. It is the part of you that connects with God and with other people. Wow. And when you think about our hearts in that context, Mm -hmm. I mean, like, of course, why wouldn't we protect this part of us that is so essential to who we are? But I think so many times we treat our hearts like it's trash. It's like, Mm -hmm. oh, I don't need to protect it. I don't need to watch over it. Mm -hmm. I can just do whatever, Mm -hmm. watch whatever, Mm -hmm. be with whoever, and it's no big deal. But that's not true, is it? No, it is not true at all. And I love that illustration. Isn't it great? I'm going to set up my trash on Wednesday. It's going to be picked up on Thursday. It's trash. Right. I don't need to watch it. I don't need to watch it all night and Mm -hmm. guard it. Uh (laughs) You know? Yes. But not the same for our heart. Right. I'm going to go back to my scripture that I was reading. Mm-hmm. It's the wellspring yeah. of who we are. It's the essence mm. in your quote. Mm-hmm. It's the essence of who we are. Yeah. And that is part of what we're talking about, the spiritual lens of how we interpret self-care yeah. for our heart. And how do we do that with wisdom in a practical, wise way? How do we guard our heart? And in relationships, how would we guard our heart? Do yeah. we let everyone in mm, our life? Right. Do we let a toxic human in our life? Is yeah. that guarding our heart? Mm-hmm. Do we do all things for all people? Because sometimes we think we're super women uh-huh. and yeah. we can't be all things to all people. Mm-hmm. And when we do think that we can, we have zero margin. We are not guarding our hearts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesus did not set that model for right. us. We've talked about this before. Jesus left sermons unpreached and people unhealed because he was following the will of his father. That's right. You know, and there were times when he went off and was alone when he could have been feeding more people or Mm -hmm. preaching more sermons, but he knew that he needed that time alone with the father. And so if Jesus can't do everything... Or we chose not to do everything, chose, chose not to do everything he could. because he, could. he was choosing but the better was, thing. Then why would. do we think we have to say yes to everything and That's every right. person? And we can't. Practically, you were saying, how do we guard our heart? You know, I always look to the model of Jesus. And one of the things is the practice of solitude, which mm. was modeled by Jesus. Yeah. He would leave the village and he would go and spend time with the father yeah. by himself in solitude. Mm-hmm. And that was spending time with the Father in solitude. And can you imagine the quiet and the peace right. to be refueled, mm-hmm. renewed? Yeah. And that is guarding your heart. Yeah. And for us, we have the Word. We need time in the Word. That's when Jesus reveals Himself Mm -hmm. to us, and we need that rejuvenation. We need for Him to speak to us through His Word. And every single time we read Scripture, we find stuff we've never found before. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's always been there, but we... We see right. it in a new light. Yeah. And so our listeners have also heard us say this before, but it bears repeating. You know, that's when our wellspring mm-hmm. are my responses to you, too. Yes. In relationship. Right. So. Yeah, because Scripture also says, out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. Hello. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, right. Uh-huh. So that's huge. It is. That's it's huge. It's a big deal. So, you know, you and I in conversation, if yeah. you were to say something conflictual to me, my response to you mm-hmm. says more about where I am mm-hmm. with Jesus than mm-hmm. it does you. And the condition of my heart. Yes. And whether that is being tended and guarded mm-hmm. or whether we're just letting it fill up with all these things that come spewing out. And then we're like, where did that come from? That's right. Yeah. That is everything to do. Mm-hmm. Have I been guarding my heart? Yeah. Or not? Yes. And if I have not been guarding my heart, You'll know it. Oh, exactly. Know Everyone it. around us will know it. Yes, you'll yeah. know it. Yeah. You'll know it. It's, it's very obvious. Yeah. I think the solitude is a really important thing, you know, and, and I just think about some of the research that's coming out about just the busyness of our lives and the screens and how quickly things change in our life and that we weren't designed for this. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. if we look back over the years there has been an exponential increase in the amount of input that we have in our lives. Oh, wow. And we're not designed to constantly be taking things in, Mm -hmm. right? You talked about a wellspring. That's something that gives and receives, you know, fresh water Mm -hmm. can't just be like this constant overflow of Uh information all the time. And I'm like, we live in this society where, You know, if we watch a TV show from 20 years ago, we're like, why is this so slow paced? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah, it's so true. And I'm just, it it kind of worries me as like a mental health professional. When I think about our brain health, it worries me that we can't stop, that we can't sit in silence, that we can't go a few minutes without looking at a screen. Mm -hmm. And if that's the case for our generations, Mm -hmm. if we look at these younger generations behind us, this practice of stopping stillness, solitude, listening to God, Mm -hmm. being quiet before him. I mean, that's, we're losing that quickly. Yes. And we talk about like what's coming out of our hearts. How are we supposed to have any sort of peace that comes out of our heart if we can't be still for a few minutes? That that is such a great, great point. And it builds the case doesn't it mm-hmm. for it's very important to put down the phone for x amount of time per yes. day yeah it's it's very important to you know to have our clients even recognize i don't think people even recognize mm-hmm. how many hours per day they spend on the phone right i think it would be very shocking yeah you know to track it and most of our phones do that but we turn it off because we yeah, don't want to know no you don't want to know <laughs> yeah yeah you turn but maybe that we off. should turn that on for a yes. week or two i think it'd be very important i think so you know at, at least interesting. Yeah. I thought it was interesting when, I mean, I had a beautiful watch that my husband gave me, mm-hmm. but then my cardiologist wanted me to get a watch that tracks your your rhythm of your heart. Mm-hmm. And it also had the feature of how many steps, yes. you know, and our profession keeps us in a chair sitting uh-huh. all day. So I found it very interesting, yeah. you know, how many steps I was not taking yes. in a day. Yes. But it was very informative for me. Yeah. It, same, but different here mm-hmm. that if you'll turn that feature back on right to let you know how many minutes dash hours a day yeah. that you are on your phone it would be shocking yeah it really and, the, and the truth is it's not just about being on your phone mm-hmm. it's what are we what are we putting in because mm-hmm. we're talking about guarding our hearts that's right and so guarding our hearts is what are the things that i'm letting enter my life 
That's right. Because you know? many times, you mentioned at the last podcast, actually, you said on a break sometimes uh-huh. in between clients, you were yes. talking about a 10 minute break. Yes. Which I'm not, I'm not even good at 10 minutes. I'm not I, either, I, but I, I try. Straight <laughs> up 60 minutes. Yes. But you were saying the 10 minute break, sometimes you'll find yourself just going through Instagram yeah. or something and it's mindless. It is. And that is a good point because there's mindless stuff going on right. there. Which is not guarding your Mm -hmm. heart versus, you know, you may look at something very edifying. Mm -hmm. It can be helpful. You may grab, literally, I've been known to grab scripture in between. When I do have an hour break, I love reading scripture. I need it desperately. Mm-hmm. It changes focus for me, yeah. especially when I read it out loud. Somebody may think, what's she doing in there? <laughs> but especially when I read the word out loud, it really does something to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. So that is guarding my heart. I know that is. Mm-hmm. But I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Sometimes it's mindless. Though. It is. It's mindless. But not only that, sometimes it can actually be toxic. Well, there's that. Right? Yes, it can. And I think we don't talk about that a lot because we're like, you know, how many good Christian women are really looking at toxic things on their screens? Mm -hmm. Well, let's be real. Mm -hmm. A lot, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's so easy to get sucked into that. And, you know, and I hear it all the time of... Oh, it's a really good show. There's just a few bad things. And oh, I know it's inappropriate humor, but it's really funny. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. what are, okay, that's fine, but it's, but it's going into our hearts. Yes. You know, we talked about that. It goes into the core of who I am, the essence of who I am. And I just think sometimes we're like, what's wrong with me? Why is all this toxic words coming out of my mouth? Why am I so angry all the time? Mm -hmm. Like, well, what are we, what are we letting ourselves? take in, mm-hmm. you know, what are yes. we letting ourselves be exposed to? And that's not guarding your heart. It's not. And also on that same note is comparison. When you look and right. comparison, it's very important. I always say to my clients and, and a reminder to myself, it's very important to compare prices. If you're buying a car or refrigerator yeah, or whatever, sure. you need to compare. Absolutely. But besides that, comparison really does breed a lot of discontentment to a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. So be on guard on that because that's certainly not guarding your heart mm-hmm. when you're living in the, you know, it's, it can happen to them, but why doesn't it ever happen right. to me? Yeah. Look at them. Their home is perfect yes. on every Instagram photo. Right. And you're like, well, you can't see what's behind the camera. Right. You don't right. see the 10 laundry baskets in the, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So living in in a world of thankfulness as an antidote, because there's there's so much to be thankful for. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that that's a really good way to guard our hearts. Oh, because it's so easy for us to focus on the things that are wrong or not quite right or that we're frustrated about Mm -hmm. and miss all of the good. Yes. And I believe that God, he designed us to need him. Yeah. And when we're, you know, discontent because somebody else has something that we don't. Yes. It's a wonderful opportunity to go to God. God designed us to need him. Mm -hmm. And I love that. Yeah. So, God, what does this say about me? Mm -hmm. You know, and he'll reveal it to you. He's such a you've heard this phrase before. I love it. But he's such a gentleman. You know, he's not rude or crude Mm -hmm. about anything. Right. And so he doesn't go, you're so selfish, you know, but he may reveal that's pride in your life. Yeah. And and nobody wants pride, Mm. you know, and then he turns that 
into thankfulness, you know, and thankfulness is a beautiful, beautiful way to guard your heart. Right. The more thankful you are, the more thankful you are. I know that may sound weird. But no, but it's, it's true. so true. The opposite is also true. The more envious you are, the more envious you are. Right. So I don't want to be prideful, but I do want to be thankful. Mm -hmm. And one of the other things I think that is important to know that's a beautiful way to guard our heart is a process. Mm -hmm. And it's a lifetime process is forgiveness. The word forgiveness. Yeah. And we've talked about this forever. And we were going to continue to talk about it forever because forgiveness is hard. It is. And necessary if you're going to be in a relationship with anyone. In the world. Yeah. It is so necessary. And when you're talking about guarding your heart, don't we have to talk about that word, Mm. forgiveness? Yeah. Because... It's been said before that we're never really more like Christ than when we choose to forgive someone mm. who's harmed us. Right. And why would that be so? Because it's not a natural thing. It's not, it, is it's it? It's a supernatural yes. thing. So yeah, our natural response is to cling to bitterness and yes. want revenge. Talking about needing Jesus, mm-hmm. we need Jesus to do a forgiveness process. And you know this, Carrie, sitting in session that... You'll hear over and over again, oh, I've forgiven them. And then this hatred spews Uh out of their mouth. And so, you know, they have not forgiven. Right. And so it's not a quick thing. Mm -hmm. Like I've forgiven them. No, it's a process and it's daily. I've done it. You've done it. I'll continue to do it for the rest of my life. You will too, that we release to God. So it's continual. Yeah. But it's for our heart. And I think that that's the key is forgiveness is for our heart. Mm -hmm. It's not even about the other person Mm -hmm. at all. Forgiveness releases the bitterness that we're holding on to. And it sets us free. It does. Because I don't want to be bitter to you. No. Because it'll come out. It'll bleed on you. Right. And, And you may not be the person I'm doing a forgiveness process, but it'll bleed out on you. Right. So I don't. I don't want to be a bitter, angry person. Right. So I'm going to need to do a forgiveness process on on whoever harmed me. Yeah. And we should probably dedicate three or four episodes to what a forgiveness process is. We do. We do. So we're going to make note of that and we'll circle back around to that. Yeah, can you make notes? Okay. Because that's that there's a lot there with that. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. so as we're talking about um, this idea of guarding our hearts today in the context of self care, I think the thing that keeps coming up to me is it says, guard your heart and Mm self-care. So the emphasis is on me. It's my Mm -hmm. responsibility Mm -hmm. to guard my heart. Yeah. I have to administer self-care. I can't expect somebody else to guard my heart for me. Mm -hmm. And so I think this is something that we need to take ownership of. And we Mm -hmm. need to be really intentional about of This is my heart that God gave to me. And with him, it's my responsibility to guard and to protect it. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think a lot of times it's easy for us to just kind of neglect our hearts. Mm -hmm. But man, that's dangerous. Mm -hmm. You know, so as we've been talking today, I think that's the thing that's coming up for me is that this is my responsibility. Mm -hmm. This is this is something that God and I get to do together. And he's equipped us. Mm -hmm. That's a really good way to be able to do it. But I can't lean on anybody else to guard my heart for me. Right. No, you can't. I think that's a great way to put it. Yeah. Between you and God. Yes. Because there's not a formula. Right. You pick up a book and it says everybody does this this way. (laughs) 
know. It's uh, you and God, Carrie. Yes. It's me and God, Susan Goss mm-hmm. and God, you know, but. But the point is, in Scripture, it says above all else, right. I'm supposed to do this. Yeah. So, Susan, I, you've got to do this. Yeah. And if you don't, there are consequences. That's a key point that right. we have to make. There right. are consequences. Yeah. Because there have been times in my life I've not taken care. Mm. I've not guarded my heart. Right. And it doesn't go well when I don't. Yeah. Uh, and God allows us consequences. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a faithful, faithful faithful God to the truths of his word. Mm-hmm. And so, Susan, you don't guard your heart. Uh, that wellspring of mm-hmm. life is going to, yeah. mm-hmm. it's going to spew out some ugly stuff, isn't that's it? That's right. Yeah, that's right. So you try it on your own. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You're right. I'm going to start guarding my yeah. heart. going to be me and you, God. Thank you. Thank you for that reminder. Yeah. yeah. I love him so. I love his truth and his word. Um, don't let me start crying. You're going to get emotional. I'm going to get emotional (laughs) because, uh, his way works. Our way doesn't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it's just the truth. Yeah. So when we guard our heart, it works. Yeah. And doesn't mean it's perfect for me to say, but we're easy, but it's easy, but it works. Yeah. It's worth every bit of it. Yeah. So every week we like to leave you with a tangible takeaway, something that you can do right now today to start applying the principle that we've been talking about. So to start guarding your heart. And I think I'm going to go back to what you said at the very beginning, that solitude is key here. Mm -hmm. If Jesus got alone with the father, then so should we, you know? (laughs) So as this podcast is coming to a close, before you move on to the next thing that you're doing, can you just set a timer for five minutes? Maybe grab a piece of paper and a pen and just ask God, Hey, is there anything in my life that's not good for my heart right now? Mm -hmm. You know, what do you want to do? What do you want to show me about my heart Mm -hmm. to just take five minutes, no music, no TV, no distractions, and just be alone with him for just a few minutes today? Mm -hmm. Sounds great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Small step that we can take to make a big change, right? Perfect. All right. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us today, guys. We're actually taking a little bit of a break for the holidays, and uh, we're going to be planning some new episodes for you guys in 2022. We're super excited about that. And we would love for you to share with us anything that you would like us to talk about. So if you go to Instagram, Tangible Truth Ministries is on Instagram. You can send us a DM through there. Let us know what you'd like us to talk about. Or you can always reach us through the Tangible Truths website as well. And uh, we're going to have a lot of fun stuff we're going to talk about next year, right? Uh, Right. But don't stop listening because we're going to do the best of. Yes. And you can share. Yes. And leave some comments if you've liked us. Yeah. And if you've missed some episodes in 2021, you're going to be traveling. Take your earbuds with you and get caught up on all of the fun stuff we've talked about this year. Yes, please. All right. And we'll see you guys in 2022 with some fresh new episodes. Okay. Thanks for listening to the Tangible Truth Podcast, part of the KLRC Podcast Network.